0: gift for free that's t-h-r-i-v-e market.com slash truth talks thrivemarket.com slash truth talks hey friend you're listening to truth talks with tara a podcast dedicated to helping you know love and live god's word i'm your host tara and i am so glad that you're here Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, all, welcome back to Truth Talks with Tara. You know that we're all about encouraging one another here on the show and just reminding each other of biblical truths. And today is another one of those opportunities. And I get to interview one of the most inspiring people that I've ever gotten to meet through the podcast. Her name is Kiwani, and she is an amazing woman of God, sister in Christ. And she is a graduate from the program of Compassion International, which if you've been around the podcast or followed me on Instagram, you know just how much I love Compassion International. Growing up as a family, my parents always sponsored children through Compassion, which is the world's leading authority in holistic child development through sponsorship, so really helping them in all areas of life, in food, in healthcare, in education, and one of the coolest things, getting God's word into their lives, literally getting Bible access and God's word and the gospel presented to these amazing children in need. And so it's amazing to have this full circle moment. Hunter and Michael and I, our little family, we're also sponsoring a sweet, sweet little boy, Lawrence, from Africa, as well as a family. And so this is such an encouraging conversation. You're going to be so shocked and encouraged and inspired and all of the things from our conversation with Kiwani. She is sharing her story about where the Lord brought her, what her life was like before sponsorship and her testimony of God's goodness. So you are definitely going to want to keep listening. I have loved every second getting to know Kiwani and I know you will too. As always, if you want to sponsor a child or hear more about compassion and learn how you can get involved and make a difference for the kingdom, right where you are here at home in the States or wherever you're listening, it's worldwide. Definitely make sure to check out the episode description and the notes. I will always have it linked there. Okay, without further ado, here is my amazing conversation with Kiwani. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. This episode is especially special for me today if you have been around for a little bit. I have shared about Michael and Hunter and I, our little family, and how we sponsor a child from Tanzania through Compassion International. And it's one thing to be able to share our story and our passion for it, but it's another to be able to talk to someone who has been changed by it, who was in the Compassion program. And that's what we get to do today. We have Kiwi here, and she is a beautiful sister in Christ who has an awesome testimony through compassion. So Kiwi, thank you for being here. Would you introduce yourself to those listening, tell us a little bit about you, and One of your favorite things at the moment, as a fun little icebreaker.
1: (laughs) Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in at uh, Terrace Podcast. I'm so honored and happy to be here. You know, my name is Kiwi. It sounds like the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> my real name is actually Tara Kiwani. Mm-hmm. Sounds Hawaiian. I wish I was born and raised in Hawaii. I would always think <laughs> that, but I'm not from Hawaii. I'm from the Philippines. Um, I'm here in Dallas, Texas. I I am married for 10 years now. I wow. Wow. <laughs> We don't have uh, uh, kids yet but I have a dog. 3 months ago we oh. adopted a dog. He's so cute. His name is Kobe. Cute. You never know, had a, a dog. Well, we had dogs when we were kids, but they are like guard dogs. They guard sure. us- from the thieves so Mm -hmm. I never really understand why people here in America would call their dogs their man's best friend
0: (laughs) you're like they were not (laughs) they were not very nice probably
1: (laughs) until until I got Colby uh, our dog he's a standard poodle and he's just so sweet he he just turned one wow oh so
0: he's little he's little
1: he's 65 pounds almost oh my goodness the big dog (laughs) <laughs> but he he's just so uh, uh, sweet and very cute and cuddly and I'm just so excited always to come home to him and take care of Aww. him and learn all about how dogs uh, you know react to people mm-hmm. uh, how how you train them and all of that stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I love that you live in Dallas and been married for 10 years. That's incredible. That's awesome. That's so sweet. Um, Tell us a little bit about um, what you do at the hospital.
1: Okay. I'm a physical therapist. I work in a hospital here in Dallas. It's an orthopedic hospital, And I was able to do that because of an organization that's called Compassion International. I was able to go to college and uh, study my current uh, profession and be able to come here in, in America and work in this hospital.
0: That's amazing. I'm so excited to get into more of your testimony and hear more about how that all came to be. Um, Thanks to the Lord and compassion. Um, But before we do that, do you have something that's like a favorite thing that you're loving? Um, It can be super random, by the way. Um, It could be really anything. I think sometimes people are like, does it have to be like spiritual? I'm like, no. Whatever is something that you're loving and is adding like joy to your life. Do you have something to share with us? Because we would love to hear.
1: Okay. So Tara, I'm just so in love with my, my dog and I'm just correlating it to me that when my dog sees me, he sees me as a reward. Mm-hmm. And it's like with, with the Lord. With I God. love that. Like if if we're in his presence, it's not the blessing that is the reward. He is. He is a reward. He is. Mm-hmm. His presence is our reward. Oh,
0: I love that. And I, I think it's so cool how the Lord can use simple joys like a dog and those things to remind us of him. Because like I just reminded of a verse in Romans that for from him and to him and through him are all things. And in James, it tells us that he is the giver of every good gift. And I love that we can see glimpses of that in that. So so sweet. I'm so glad that Kobe has you and your husband to be the best dog parents. (laughs) That is so fun. Um, Thanks for sharing that fun tidbit. I think it's just a fun way to get to know our friends here on the show. So Kiwi, we talked about this earlier that you grew up in the Philippines and you have been able to be, you were a part of the compassion program. So I would love to hear a little bit of your testimony. So tell me about growing up in the Philippines. What was life like for you as a young girl? Um, What was life basically like for you before compassion came into the picture?
1: So I grew up in, I was born and raised in the Philippines, in the middle part of the Philippines. To a very poor family. I always talk about my dad, uh, cause I I was born to a dad that is an alcoholic. Uh, each night, my parents would fight because he's always drunk. Um, we don't have a lot of money. That three of my siblings, uh, died because of lack of medical attention. They were born, wow. but they didn't make it because my parents couldn't mm-hmm. money to go to a hospital for checkups or to a clinic. But after that, I was born in another sister. And growing up there, it was just so difficult that there will be several nights that we would beg my parents for food. But Mm -hmm. even my parents would give up the food that they're about to eat each night, which is mostly rice and soy sauce or rice and salt, it would still be not enough for us. And I remember um, in our town, uh, there are people in our town that went to abroad to become sex workers. Wow. I don't want that life. Yeah. I remember that my neighbor went to Japan and be a sex worker, and I would watch uh, their television from outside of their house, but I was looking on their table and see food and wonder, why do they have food? Hmm. Well, my mom should be going to Japan or, or be a sex worker or anywhere else in, in aside from the Philippines just to have food. Wow. So I was, wondering of those thoughts and I always talk about when apples were imported from America to the Philippines and I would beg my mama, ma, I want to taste this apple but even mm-hmm. the rotten apple in, in the market, my parents could not afford to buy. So wow. that's it's just a glimpse of how we are living in the Philippines when we were kids. We would transfer from one uh, house to another because we could not afford the rent. We would live with other people and it sometimes it's not a a, a good situation for just me and my sister being uprooted from one house to another because my parents doesn't have the stability, doesn't have the money to give us that stability.
0: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the Bad, the ugly and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp slash truth talks. Wow. You know, you, I, I feel like living in the U S there are a lot of people that are outside of the U S that listen to this show, but a lot of us in the U S we don't realize that as a reality. You 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 don't live it for the most part, and so when you hear things, it really humbles you. Because, I mean, I'm sure that when you were a young child, that it was a lot. It was a lot to ask to get these things, but the prices probably weren't that much compared to how we live now. And so just to realize that, like, even even just an apple, even food was not possible, and it was hard, and it was a sacrifice, and. It. I'm just, um, thank you for sharing that because I know that was not, it's not easy and but that was just the reality of the situation. So Kiwi, you were sponsored. You started being yes. sponsored by a family when you were seven, right? Seven?
1: Yes, yes, I was wow. seven. Well, our life started to change when my dad received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. He mm-hmm. went to a crusade and then went to this church and brought us to this church because that church um caters to indigent, kids also in being partnered with compassion they asked my parents hey why don't you register your your child to become a sponsor child through compassion and then at the age of seven I was waiting and waiting and waiting for a sponsor I didn't really know what it meant to have a sponsor at that time because uh, as a kid I thought that uh, you know other countries like first world countries I would think like, oh, they're very rich. They can, you know, give me good life and stuff like that. And I was just so excited to have a sponsor. But I was waiting. And at the age of seven, somebody from Australia wrote me a letter and he was my sponsor. Wow. Tara, the very first letter that he sent me, he said, Kiwi, you are pretty. Mm. You know, that word was never used to describe me when I was a kid. Even my parents have not told me I was beautiful Mm. or I was pretty. It's not in our culture to tell our kids, oh, you're so beautiful, you're so oh, wow." I could never think of what that meant because to me, I'm that poor little child who doesn't yeah. have nice clothes, who doesn't have nice things, who barely eats, <laughs> but this person saw me as beautiful or pretty in just a picture.
0: Mm.
1: So, um, my life well, when I we got when I got sponsored, my life didn't drastically change. As I was going to our church in the compassion center, they would teach us about Jesus, that how Jesus loves the little children, how he cares for the, for the little children. But what really struck me was when my teacher said, "You know, Kiwi, God has a plan for you." Hmm. You might yes. be poor but this is not your destiny. This is not the future for you. God has a plan for you. It's not to harm you. It's to prosper you I give you hope and a future. Wow. So I cling to that word, Tara. I cling to the word. I begin to memorize verses. I begin to believe what God has for me and not just for me, but for my family too. I begin mm. to believe that those words in the Bible are true, that the, the Lord who spoke in in the Bible is a true God. And wow. then later on, I begin to realize, Tara, Lord, when my sponsor said that I was a pretty person, is that how you see me? Wow. That I'm beautiful. I am beautiful and wonderfully made by you, fearfully and wonderfully made. I am mm. a child of the one true God.
0: Oh. Kiwani, that is beautiful. I, I love how you said that no matter, like really no matter what happens, no matter if you know, I remain in the Philippines, no matter if my situation doesn't drastically change overnight, that I have the hope of Jesus and I have the realization of who I am in him. Like your identity changed because for the first time in your life, you heard who you truly were. You heard the good news. And I love that that was spurred on through your first letter because sometimes growing up my my family and I have always sponsored children through compassion. And it's been something that just I've I've known of compassion since I was young because my parents just had multiple kids that they were sponsoring. And, you know, we would sit down and we'd write a letter to our kid, you know, and I didn't really if I'm being super honest, when I was young, I didn't really I didn't get you know, I'm like, okay, this is just like a letter. But to hear that that literally changed your view on yourself and and the Lord used that to remind you of your identity in Him, like that is game-changing, that is life-changing. Life and the words that we use and as, as sponsors, like it impacts, it impacted you so much. And I think it's just a really cool reminder how God can use us, even if we don't feel like we're being used, right? Like yeah. just that faithfulness of, Telling you, a young seven-year-old, that you're beautiful. And God used that to really start, I, I'm assuming, like kind of change things and, and start putting things into motion.
1: Yes. And also also rem- remember, like every time my sponsor writes me a letter, this person is very busy. He has like a lot of things to do. And he's in a first world country. Like why would he stop, stop a moment on in his, you know, day to write a person like me, a letter Mm. (laughs) to think about me, to care about me. Mm. So that must say, tell me something that, hey, you are not unseen. God, God sees you. He, he has found you. He has something better for you. He, he knows you by name. Yeah. Um, Tara, if he, he knows the number of our hair, how much more he would know. Yes. You know, our desires, our future, the plans that he has for us.
0: Oh, thank you for that encouragement. You are so, so encouraging. I'm so thankful to hear your testimony. Would you share a little bit more with our listeners? What did that look like from – you can be a big overview picture, but what did it look like from the moment you were sponsored to the moment you graduated the program? Because kids do graduate out of the program. What kinds of things changed your life? Like what – When someone sponsors a child, because you know, I've talked about sponsoring a child and all the things that that you get from or the kids get from your sponsorship and and your monthly contribution, but how did that actually impact your day-to-day lives? Like their sponsorship a month, like what did that, like what kind of opportunities, what provisions, how was that money used to benefit your life and and really just draw you closer to the Lord?
1: So we would go because of that sponsorship. We have the opportunity and a chance to go to our church compassion center, and then we are being fed there. They would teach us about basic hygiene. They would give us dental medical care because we could wow. not afford that. Like, what have you heard? Uh, like, how have you heard about uh, uh, my 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 brothers not having all those uh resources? Mm-hmm. But uh, as we are going there in the center, not only that they would provide food for us, food for the body, but food for the soul. Wow. And you know, in the Bible says, uh, faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. As I was hearing and hearing the word of God, my faith grew. Mm-hmm. And I told my mama when I was in high school, Mama, I want to go to college. I want to be able to to go to college, take up something, be somebody. And my mama said, let's pray because God will provide. Wow. He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it. Yes. You know, Tara, God did provide because as I was graduating high school, Compassion said, you know what, we are launching a program that would take Kids to go to college from high school. And I was one of the first few students was Wow. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I became a physical therapist now here, here in America.
0: Can you can you imagine? Like, take yourself back to I mean, I'm sure you have, but like I'm just thinking if it was me, like six-year-old Kiwani, like mm-hmm. no idea what was gonna happen, could barely have an apple, like one that wasn't even that good. And to see just the 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 faithfulness and the obedience of your sponsor to be like, you know, I may not know her, but I'm gonna change her life. And it may not seem like much, but like your testimony is proof of that. It's incredible and that you were fed. I think, like I said, just to have this perspective is so important because we have houses and hygiene and, you know, dental care and doctors at the ready for the most part. And to realize just the basic things. Not only even to mention access to God's word and to church, it's it's the gospel. It's like living out the gospel. And that's that's why I love compassion so much. But it's so cool to see where you are now. It's like all by God's faithfulness and someone saying, I'm going to take that step and I'm going to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It's incredible.
1: Yes. Um because of that, I believe uh, that uh, we, God just didn't give me all these blessings, not just for nothing. Yeah. He wants us to bless other people too. He would bless us the enough that we have and more, exceedingly abundantly, more than we could ever ask or think, to be a blessing to other people too. Yes. Like hands and feet of, of Jesus to other people. So I am now a sponsor all, also, Tara. Aww. I have four children.
0: Wow! I
1: sponsor, two from the Philippines, one from Haiti, and a little boy named Juan from Bolivia.
0: Oh. And I was able
1: to see my sponsor children. I was able to tell them, like, "Hey, do not give up. God has planned for you. Mm. Just hang in there. Do not wow. give up. Wow! And be excited on what God has in store for you. The journey that God has has for you, the journey of faith, the journey of hope." And you will be just so blown away of how he can give miracles after miracles after miracles in your life. Oh, because if wow. you have nothing in this life, you are blown away of what are the things that God can do in, in your life. Yes. Yes. That, that, that you can't do for yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always, I always am brought back to that, that even if I had nothing, mm-hmm. if I know the Lord and if I have salvation in him what he did for the cross on me is enough like he doesn't i don't know why he blesses us more than that but he didn't have to give us more than his son like that is the greatest gift and so i'm so encouraged by your selflessness to be like well we're not blessed just to keep it to ourselves we're blessed to let it overflow into others lives and to have people that are sponsored little kids that are sponsored now to to see your testimony and hear it from you is incredible. And that's another thing that I love about compassion is that hands and feet are, and, and boots are in the ground, like are on the ground in those countries to speak to those kids, the, um, the the kids and the people they see every day. And so we can make a difference here, you know, across the ocean as a sponsor, but to know that there are people digging into the word and being with these kids um. People that they know is is incredible. So, okay, Kiwi, as as we close, for someone who maybe has never thought about compassion, but after this conversation and and hearing you and meeting you um, is inspired and intrigued, what would you say to someone who's like, you know, I love this and I would love to make this difference, but I'm afraid of the 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 financial commitment i'm afraid of you know what that entails not that i don't think it's important but i'm young or i'm in school or this or that like what would you what would you say to them how would you encourage them or even what are some tangible ways that you can partner with compassion um today
1: yeah um you've seen that sponsorship can change life as you have heard from my story yeah but also it can change your life as a sponsor
0: Hmm. You know,
1: Tara, I sponsored my first sponsor child when I didn't have a a regular job. Wow! <laughs> I saw this fifteen year old. Uh, by the way, I met my sponsors in Australia and was able to tell them thank you so much wow. for what they have done. Wow, that's amazing! And then, yes, and then as I was there, I met this fifteen year old boy who is sponsoring his own sponsor child. And I thought, I was 21 at the time. And I said, how did he do that? He's just 15. I was able to sponsor a child. And I asked his mom and he said, you know, he doesn't ask money from me. He plays a guitar really, really well. And during Saturdays, he would open his guitar case and would put his sponsor's child picture there. And he would say, I am basking for my sponsor child. Oh. You know, he has that faith that mountains. Yes. And without that faith, we can never really, really please God. Wow. So I saw that and and it, it made my faith grow too. Like if that boy can do that. I can do that too. Yes. I can do that too. I can partner with the Lord and change other people's lives as what my sponsor did to me. Mm-hmm. And it's Our act of obedience to the Lord because he's always speaking about lend to the poor. right? The needy, clothe the needy, feed the hungry. That is his commandment. Yes. We, we as uh, believers of Christ, our, our take is to obey our job is to obey the Lord because of our love for Him. Yeah. So, so if you're still thinking about it, um, God has already given given you the resources, the talents, everything. It's already in you, as what He has said in Ephesians 2:10, 2, 2, that we are His masterpiece. Mm, yes. In Christ Jesus, to do the good works that He has set for us even before. If He, if yes. he has set that for us even before he would provide everything for that past that we need to do. So, step in faith, be out there and see what God has what what God has for you and what God can do through you as you sponsor a child.
0: That's so good. And knowing that God provides for you too as you provide for someone else through a sponsorship or, you know, whatever that looks like. Know that, I mean, you might be afraid to maybe you're, you're putting yourself in a position financially, but know that the Lord always provides especially yeah, when heart. we're walking in obedience and especially when we're, when we're doing his will. When, like you said, yeah. Jesus was after the heart of those who were poor and in need, he came to save. Um, I'm so thankful for that. Just, I, I just pray that really reaches the hearts of listeners and you're just incredible, Kiwi. I'm so thankful for today. Thank you for giving your time and for being such a testimony to the Lord's goodness. I'm inspired and I know our listeners are too.
1: Thank you so much, Tara, for having me and God bless to all your listeners and to everyone who is uh, considering sponsorship. Step in faith and I will pray for you. God bless you and just um, obey and have faith in the Lord.